Hey y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets a tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Hello there. Good what sis. Up, what up, what up? How's it going? Things are going well. Okay. Life is lifing. Life has been lifing, you know. <laughs> life has been lifing. I actually love that. Life <laughs> has really been lifing. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm managing it the best way I know how. I know my friends are probably sick of me, but it's okay. We're going to get through this together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but things are actually going really well. So, good. Yeah, you know. How about you? I like that answer. I um, let's talk about it. (laughs) I um, feel the same way. I'm having a really good day. Had a really Mm -hmm. good weekend. Um, I'm feeling, you know, feeling myself. I feel like I'm just I'm out here doing. Oh, insert feeling myself right there. (laughs) I just feel like I'm doing the damn thing each day. I wake up, and um, I'm trying to be more cognizant of like where I put my energy towards you know so it's just mm-hmm. i feel like once i reshifted mm-hmm. once i refocused it was mm-hmm. like okay let's let's get let's hit the ground running so i'm really i'm together. really good yeah i'm really really good so can't complain you ready for motivation monday sometimes it's up to you to remind yourself that you're a badass bitch Ooh. and no one can stop your magical ass okay period poo period poo keisha the quicker we all remember that, the better life will be. Okay? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm Yes. Like. Because if you don't love you, who gonna love you, boo? Okay. Period. Tell them again, sis. Who gonna love you? Who gonna advocate for you? Who's gonna stand up for you? Who's That's gonna be it. you? Nobody's you like you. Okay? That's it. I love that. That's that on that. <laughs> <laughs> and we can go ahead and get into the scoop. Oh, yeah. What's the scoop this week, sis? Well, you have the topic, so I'm going to let you introduce it. I do. (laughs) I finally have one, guys. Okay. So, well, I just, Jasmine, like, was going to let me do the lead on some episodes. But I was like, no, I like the way you're doing it. You're doing so well. (laughs) You're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, today, I thought it would be a good idea for us to talk about first dates Mm. so yes i would like for jasmine to let us know about her funniest first date experience let's start there oh okay my funniest first date experience i think the funniest first date experience would have to be um my recent one when i saw my ex and we just gave each other a head nod like that Mm -hmm. was mad wild because i also saw my brother that day at the same place I went to, and it was just kind of like, what the hell is happening? The one place I want to go to, all of these people are here? Okay, great. Right, this was like right. a while ago, you know, pre-COVID. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it was funny because it was like the person that I was with was in mid-conversation with me. And then I look up and me and my ex, you know, make eye contact. Way, way back ex. We make eye contact and then we just gave each other a head nod. And it was a simple like, you know, what's up? 
we both chuckled a little bit, but the person I was with had no idea that that transaction really happened. So it was kind of funny in my mind at the time. It was a perfect exchange. It was a perfect exchange. Exactly. But I'm, I don't, that, I can't remember another time. I mean, I'm sure I've had plenty of funny ass first dates, you know, whether that's doing something stupid, like falling, tripping over something or something <laughs> like that. You know, I'm sure I've done that before, but yeah. But yeah. What about you? Um, I think the funniest first date that was funny in my head, which mm-hmm. is quite cynical of me, but it was hilarious to me. You remember that date I went on with that guy and he was the vegan guy? And he had on those real tight pants. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That shit was hilarious. That was funny. That was a funny first and second date. I was like, The fact that he gave him a second date, I was like, I'm proud. I know. It was like, you know what that's called? Growth. Because, bitch, what? Because, bitch, what? Like, (laughs) if your pants pants are tighter than mine. Baby, those pants were something to talk about. Like cutting off the circulation. He had to tug his the bottom of his shirt to cover up the top of his pants because they were so tight that like when he sat down and moved, and he wasn't a big guy, so I don't understand why he didn't have pants that fit correctly. Yeah, like what was the maybe he just wanted to see if they still fit? You know, like getting into your summer (laughs) jeans. I don't know. But then the second day he showed up with some different tight ass pants. I think he buys them that way. He clearly likes medium pants. He does. Extra medium, actually. Extra, extra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the equivalent of a size zero, whatever that would be in men. Double zero. That's what he likes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was pretty funny because um, he was a nice guy, but the pants just took me over, and he was really into himself. And on our first date, he wore, like, a Balenciaga sweater with, like, the logo all across it. And I really hate things like that. So I do, too. It's like, why are we so loud? <laughs> okay. What is the most fun you've had on a date? And tell us about it. The most fun I had on a date. Hmm. Let me think. Okay. So, the most fun I've ever had on a date. Oh my god, there's so many. Mm. I don't think I have like one particular like thing that stands out to me the most. I feel like mm-hmm. every like when I was in a relationship, all the dates that I went on with in, with my boyfriend, they were fun, but they were kind of just like, you know, from that time. But Okay, what about the fun most fun you've uh, had on a first date? On a first Okay, that's a good question. Okay. The most fun on a first date. I would Okay. I would have to say me and Black and Mild, our first date, I can't tell you, like, everything that happened, but I just remember, like, our first date being, like, a bunch of mini-series. So there was, like, no one particular thing that stood out, but it was just a fun, like, date because there was no order to anything, right? So it wasn't like Mm -hmm. he was just like, okay, you know how first dates are like, we have to go to dinner, and then I'll take you home, and then, you know, would you like your first kid? Like, all those different things that sometimes Mm -hmm. people, like, put so much pressure on. It was so lax. I think it's also because we were friends, too. So it was Mm -hmm. like going to his homeboys and then, you know, picking up some stuff and then, you know, going to this place afterwards. It was just like, I mean, we stayed out to like five o'clock in the morning. At one point in time, we were on like on a park bench just talking all night. Like, that was Mm -hmm. absolutely fun for me because there was no pressure on like the date itself whether it worked out or not it was kind of just like you're a cool person this is a vibe so 
I think that was like my like a really fun first date for me. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I had I had a, my experience was like that too. My f- most fun date, but um, where do we go? We started at Top Golf. Okay, and then we left Top Golf, and he wanted to go because we ate there. He wanted to go for dessert somewhere. Mm-hmm. This was so long ago. Yeah, yeah he wanted to go for dessert. <laughs> we went to dessert, and then after dessert, we walked around Piedmont Park together. I love those kind of dates. Yeah, and it was late, late. Like, we were just walking around Piedmont Park, just talking and stuff, sat on the park bench, you know, little stuff like that. And yeah. then that was it. And it was like, okay, let's walk I just feel like you car. don't always have to put so much into a first date. You know, like maybe no. just for me, like I'm not someone who wants to go to like, now granted, I love me a little STK, a little raise on the river, all those little Hello. cute little places. Hello. All right. I'm not opposed but to I'm it. I'm not opposed. But I also like just very chill atmosphere where we can just Oops. have a casual <laughs> conversation <laughs> and it's uh-huh. not like so much pressure added to it. Right. I don't have to like, I mean, I'm going to look good regardless, but I don't have to like find a nice dress to wear and like heels and all these extra things that I can just like relax. My most recent date last year Mm -hmm. i guess that's what we did as well it was fun and then we went to that was also a fun day because we went to like park tavern and then we went to freaking that little mexican restaurant across the street and got like Mm -hmm. drunk and it was just fun it was just like let loose you know like you ain't got to put so much pressure on everything like walk around the park and just hang out and it's just no like there's no sense of like yeah it's just so much i just like things like that like i enjoy people's company and mm-hmm. I enjoy, especially like on a first date when like you've been kind of talking about, you know, each, like getting to know each other and it's kind of mm-hmm. been building up towards like your first date. It's just like when it's something casual like that, I just enjoy the the atmosphere, you know, mm-hmm. there's no added pressure on either one of us to make it right. So I can be silly. Right. I can trip. I can, you know, be myself and I don't have to sit there across the table like, OK, well, let me make sure I pronounce this like, you know, etouffee. Can I get the, you know, Uh I ain't with that. What's the weirdest date you've ever had? The weirdest date I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, my gosh. I remember right when I graduated from college, I came back home and I worked at Macy's at the time. And this man came up to me and was just, you know, like niggas do at Lenox Mall. You're beautiful. You're this. I really want to take you out. I'll buy you this. So he bought me a new dress and bought me some Mm. shoes. It was nice. Okay. Okay. That part was fine. So then we went across the street to Ruth Chris because I had my, like, he wanted to go out and I was like, well, I I only have my work clothes and, you know, at Macy's you got to wear all black. So I really wasn't having that. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I'll buy you a new dress. I'll buy you some shoes. I'm like, all right, okay, cool. So we go to Ruth Chris and we order food and he's just getting drinks and I'm just like, ugh, the way his conversation was going, it just kind of made me uncomfortable. I was like, man, I am being real <laughs> reckless with my life right now because, A, I don't have a car. So I had to get on this train and get back home because he, I'm not letting this man take me home because he doesn't know where I live. And I don't want him, like, trying to figure out that shit, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So that was probably one of my, you know the most weird dates that I had because he just kind of was not at first he was cool I guess when we were first talking at Macy's and then the com- the night went on and it was just like oh nah I can't you know just sometimes like people's conversations you just be like you just be picking things out what they're saying and you're like nope I can't even get jiggy with this shit <laughs> I gotta get out of here I was like oh 
I wish someone, I think I actually called my sister to pick me up that night. I was like, can you just, you know, swing by? You rode with him? Ruth Chris is across the street from, um, from Macy's or from Lenox Mall. So, like, I just oh, met wow. him over there. So, I didn't ride with him in the car. I was like, I'll just meet you over there. And it's literally, like, the train station is on one corner. And Ruth Chris was literally right across the street from where, like, we, I would enter. So, I was like, I'll just meet you over there. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Walking in with a damn Macy's bag. I was so stupid and young, bro. I was, like, 22. Like, whatever. This is what Atlanta's like. No. It is not. Oh, Take your goodness. ass home before you get taken. Okay. So, yeah, what about you? I don't know where I was coming from. I think I was by myself. And I went, like, somewhere, and then I just wanted to walk around. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, went somewhere. I can't remember where I was, but I parked. I walked around little five points. So, this guy was like, hey, he was in the parking lot when I got out the car. So, he was like, hey, where you going? Or, no, he was in the parking lot. I was walking back to my car. That's how I saw him. I was walking back to my car going like getting ready to go home he's like hey where are you going and i was like to my car to go home he was like why are you going home so early it was like a random sunday mm-hmm. and i was like uh i'm just you know i don't have anything else to do i'm about to go home i just came out here for whatever the hell i came out there for so he's like no there's a festival around the corner like let's go I'm like what so i went with them <laughs> playing we walked though i didn't get in no car with other girls. Right. we walked down the street there were people around. I could have just turned around and went back to my car. But anyway, so I'm walking. I'm like, I think you lying because there's not a festival around here. He's like, yes, it is. I didn't hear no music. I didn't see a whole bunch of people. We turned down the street. Girl, it's a whole festival. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> right. So it was cool. He like, we. I literally just got everything I wanted at any food truck that we walked past. I was like, oh, I want a turkey wing. Okay, let's get euros mm-hmm. now. All right, I want a margarita. Like, and he was just like, all right, cool. He just got whatever. So... The weird part comes when he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. I was here with my cousin and his girlfriend, but his cousin ditched him because his girlfriend didn't want him around. Okay. And I was like, okay. So then as we walk, after he tells me that, he's like calling his cousin's phone back to back to back to back. And the cousin is not answering. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. It was so weird. So then finally, somehow we run into the cousin and he's like, yeah, nigga, I was texting you. You weren't texting back or I was calling you whatever he was saying to the man. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm like, okay, cool. This was cute. I'm gonna go back to my car. So he's like, okay, well, come on. We'll walk you back to your car. So then going back to the car, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go home. I got to study, whatever. He's like, oh, no, um, come with me to come come with us to Corner Tavern. He's like, let's play pool. I was like, I mean, I really don't. Yeah, I was like, I really don't play pool, but it sounds like fun. Okay, I'll do that. I'll got like I was like, I got another hour. That's it. So I go, um, I get drinks with them, I play pool, and then like the cousin's girlfriend starts acting really weird. And she's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. But like it'd be the main the loudest one talking about they ready to go who didn't drive. Oh, yeah. That's why you never so she's leave about your car right so she's like i'm ready to go i'm ready to go she don't have a car she rides the bus or something and she had to make it to some bus stop at a certain time oh across town girl girl so they're like she's like i'm ready to go i'm ready to go and i was like okay like you know i'm it's fine we don't have to play a second game like i'm ready to go as well so i go to my car he's like let me walk you to your car i'm like all right and then his cousin and the girlfriend are outside waiting at his car because we parked i guess in the same parking lot 
the cousin and the girlfriend are waiting in the parking lot and this is like middle of the summer girl like 100 degree heat these niggas is standing outside the car and he will not unlock the car for them oh my gosh girl it was so weird so then it gets it gets just a tad bit weirder he walks me to my car he wants to talk and i'm like okay but your cousin them are like standing outside they keep calling you like they like they right there i see them i know they hot it's they're sweating so like and i need to cool my car down so like y'all go ahead and she got to be there at a certain time he over here like fuck them blah blah he was trying to get my number and i really didn't want to give him my number anyway so then somehow he asked me what my birthday was i mm-hmm. tell him and this nigga goes, you got the same birthday as my baby mama. You must be crazy. I said, oh, oh, oh. got to go. Got to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Nope, nope. So, uh, yeah, that was the end of the day. After that. <laughs> <laughs> that it just kept getting progressively weirder and I'm more and more awkward as the day went along. And I don't mm-hmm. know why I was still there. Like, I could have left so long ago. But I think I was just That's, like, I have nothing what? to do. Sounds like a I good idea. I feel like whenever I go on these awkward ass dates, it's like, I could totally leave early on. But it's like, I want to see more. And it's probably just me being nosy. <laughs> but I'm just like, I want to, like, I need to see more. Like, you can't be this mm-hmm. weird. Like, can you? I guess you can. Like, so. they are, though. They, they really are. are. They you remember really, the time really the guy took me to the... To the uh, <laughs> grocery store he wanted to meet at the grocery oh store. yeah yes that was weird too that was very weird but it didn't make for a good story so i left it alone. yeah that was quick but um yeah that was yeah i just feel like i've definitely been on like weirder dates but you know I'm yeah just, i just don't even know i can't even i don't even i don't even know what's next <laughs> <laughs> okay um What's your go-to outfit for a first date? Mm. Or your go-to makeup look or hairstyle? I feel like people have those. Yeah, yeah. So it just depends. So hairstyle-wise, typically, mm-hmm. if I don't have my faux locks in, it's either the frohawk or I'll do, um, like, a like a top knot, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. My hair is growing, so, I, like, depending on, like, if I'm having a really good hair day, like, if the length is there, then that just kind of determines, like, which style I'm going to, you know, really wear. Mm-hmm. Um, but my clothes option, it really depends. So, like, when I went to, like, if it's a casual date, I'll usually wear, like, jeans, a nice top, and maybe I'll even throw on some heels or sandals. Because you can really, like, mm-hmm. elevate your outfit if you throw some heels on with it. And then mm-hmm. you can make it kind of casual with the sandals, depending on, like, you know, like, right. some cute sandals. So, typically, I do that. If I'm going somewhere where it's, like, a little bit more upscale, I'm going to wear a jumpsuit. Because I just like jumpsuits a lot. Like, honestly, when I get married, my bridesmaids probably be wearing jumpsuits anyways. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. like, my thing. I just love a good jumpsuit. <laughs> you can never go wrong with just a jumpsuit, right? So, that's typically, like, my, like, dress-up outfit. And I'll put some heels mm-hmm. on. I'll put some makeup on. My makeup, I'm not really advanced like that. So I'm not like highlighter and like, con- mm-hmm. you know, con- contouring and things like that. I'm not there just yet. But I will put a nice lippy on, some foundation, some, you know, primer, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, I do now know how to do my own eyelashes. So I'll put mm-hmm. some eyelashes on sometimes. Yeah, like if I really want to, you know, go all out, I'll put the eyelashes on. Which is funny because I look at other makeup mm-hmm. artists and I'm just like, oh. That is basic. <laughs> you know, they people wear eyelashes every day. Okay. And me over here like, right. oh, I'm trying to get dressed up. Let me just put these on. But um, right. yeah, that's typically how I kind of ease into my days, just depending on where I'm going. Mm-hmm. But I'm always going to okay. look good. 
Right. Always. Always. And it's honestly like for me when I go on my, like when I go on any date, I I'll, it takes me a while to figure out what I'm going to wear cuz it just kind of depends on my mood too. Like sometimes I'll yeah. go on Pinterest or like stuff like that and just kind of look and see mm-hmm. like okay, I'm going to this kind of place. What kind of outfits inspire me? What do I have in mm-hmm. my closet and how can I like put those mm-hmm. two ideas together and make the outfit that I really want in my head. So, yeah. kind of just depends. Yeah, for me, it, it it depends as well. I feel like it depends where we're going, for mm-hmm. sure, and what kind of mood I'm in. But usually, because you don't know what's going to happen on a first date, I go for the cute, comfortable option. Okay. So, um, I think one of my go-tos might be like a crop top and some jeans or shorts. Mm. Okay. And some court, and then like I always like wearing versatile outfits, like you said. But I'll usually bring, if it's hot outside, heels and sandals, or mm-hmm. heels and sneakers, or whatever. So my outfit, I can play it up or play it down, yep. depending on. I always have just, options in the yeah, car. just depending on how I feel. Feeling like I might go to dinner. Maybe if we meet at dinner, I wear heels and I look nice and stuff like that. But if we're doing something like going bar hopping after, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna put on some sneakers. I'm not going to go bar hopping in heels in Atlanta and have to do all that walking. No, thank you. So, um, yeah, it just depends on on that. But that's typically my go-to outfit in general. That could be my uniform every day (laughs) (laughs) with something tied around my waist, some sort of jacket or something like that. Your signature. Um, That's usually what I go with, yeah. And then um, I really enjoy wearing my hair half up, half down. Okay. Because you my hair is not sometimes i'll wear it all the way down it just depends but i really like a half up half down style mm-hmm. because you can see my face but then you know you see my hair as well so you know what it looks like or whatever the case may be um but yeah it okay. depends on what you know what my hair is looking like for that day as far as makeup goes i'm usually rushing um <laughs> so i usually go for the minimalistic approach um okay, okay. <laughs> so when i'm rushing out the house when I'm really rushing, I'm just going to brush some highlighter on my cheeks, my temples. I'll take my blush and I'll put it on my temples and my cheeks as well. Mm-hmm. A little on my nose because I like it. And I put a little highlighter on my nose too. And then I'll put highlighter in my inner corner. I'll take some mascara, do that in the car. And I'll take that same mascara and lightly brush it through my eyebrows as well. So they look like they're a little darkened. <laughs> and then I usually go with whatever lipstick or gloss I have in my purse. Usually it's like Fenty and some kind of like nude lipstick. Okay. And then, um, but if I'm taking a little bit more time, then I'll take time to do my eyebrows. But I usually don't do much but like eyebrows and concealer and the rest of the things I already mentioned. So, Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I like... um know a lot of people who are completely opposite like they're not going anywhere without like doing their eyebrows first and Mm -hmm. even if that means like just putting like a gloss on or chapstick and not doing their whole face like their eyebrows will always be done i used to be that person i am not i don't know how to do my eyebrows so i just don't even like i like i i do sometimes on the weekends like try to play around with it but i just Uh never like like it enough to be like i'm gonna go out the house looking like this like mm -mm. (laughs) not not ready for that i really used to be that person especially when i was serving back Mm -hmm. in like my first year in um chiropractic school I was literally, I would do, because you have to, like, wear makeup when you serve. You don't have to, but I just feel like whenever I wore makeup and I looked put together, I got more tips. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, I always wore different, like, bold, random lipstick, and my eyebrows were done, and I would wear mascara, and that's pretty much it. 
but my eyebrows used to be snatched for the gods every day now for whatever reason i mean they look good but i can't get them to look like how they used to look mm. i think i just need to practice some more but yeah gotta practice i uh, guess I guess like because I had them snatched so good. Jasmine, I had them. I was doing them so much that I could do both eyebrows in five minutes. Like See, that's literally, good. Yeah, I'm rushing out the door. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. And they be looking flawless. But now I'm, I, it doesn't take me a long time. It doesn't take me as long as many people. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just they don't look like how they used to. And now I just couldn't care less. I walk out the house barefaced every day. (laughs) Like, this is what I look like. This is what you get. Yeah, like, I used to be very, like, um, reliant on, like, eyeliner. So I would wear eyeliner Mm. everywhere. Because, like, the one feature that I really love about myself is my eyes. um, Mm -hmm. Or are my eyes. I really love how, like, they're almond-shaped and how, like, um, when I put, like, mascara or, like, eyelashes or, like, um eyeliner on them they just kind of pop you know Mm -hmm. i love that feature about myself so i used to always do my eye like i used to always put eyeliner on and do mascara just because i wanted my eyes to like pop even if my face wasn't Uh done i didn't care now it's like i'm starting to love like my natural face like without any makeup so like Mm -hmm. some days like Mm -hmm. i had to get used to like not wearing eyeliners for the fact of you know when you go like someplace and like you're so used to looking like a certain way people be like are you you know is something wrong are you sick or See, that's the problem. That's what white people be looking like when they don't wear no makeup. You be like, ah! dang, girl. You ah! Ah! Is everything okay at home? My like, chest. you need to talk about it. My chest. <laughs> Trust me, I was in My school with them chest. all the time. And they would be walking in at 7 a.m. And everybody would be like, ooh, Laura. <laughs> you okay? You girl. Sure? Yeah. Medicine. So I just like, is had it okay? To, like, I had to learn how to not depend on that so much. And so today, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I go to work. Sometimes I have as, um, mascara and eyeliner on. Sometimes I don't. And I look just as good either way. So, you know. Period. But the I go process. to work every day with no makeup on. The I process don't. is just. I ugh. cannot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing all of that. And I'm definitely not finna put no mascara on my eyes for me to be having raccoon eyes by the end of the day. Because yeah. I'd be in a sweat through stuff. Okay. Nah. Yeah, I'm not doing a mm-hmm. whole face. I'm not doing all the extra no. stuff. Not happening. No, thank you. I don't have time for that. I'll put, and who finna, makeup is expensive. Girl. Who is finna waste all that makeup just putting it on thank every you. day to see the same people? No. That's just so much. No. It's makeup so much. I think about people expensive. who work in makeup like stores or like people who work in departments or like work in industries where like they just like to wear They have to or, wear makeup every day or Yeah, or yeah. people who just love wearing makeup every day and like it is a financial like a hefty That's tag. An investment. It is an investment. That is So like, I get why people are like, Oh my gosh, I'm not day. gonna use this certain brand or that certain brand because they just it's an investment. They know that like maybe it's the so cheap expensive. brands that we typically would be like, Oh, like yep, I like that. That's a good lipstick, they're gonna be they're like, like no. That's gonna peel my lips. <laughs> right. So. Literally. No, and I'm damn sure not wasting all that makeup on the first date. Nigga, this is what I look like. This is what the fuck you gonna get. Is that cool? You know what I no? really enjoy for buy. first dates? I enjoy first dates that are like active. So like whether we're going yeah. um, hiking or we're going to rock climbing, which I've never done either of those as first dates, but I would mm-hmm. love to. Um, mm-hmm. But just something Same. like that's more active. So like going to Top Golf is cool, but I would like now that I'm getting into like golf, the going to the golf range and actually going golfing like with my dad and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That to me would be a real cool thing if someone was like, oh, let's go like, you know, play nine holes or something like that. That to me would be like right. way more fun than going to sit down at dinner because yeah, we gonna have to eat either way. 
So we, we can go play. We can go do something fun and then go eat afterwards. Or like I went on a date. Being like food, just being the only part of the date. Yeah, that can't be the only me. part of the date. I need because like we gonna eat regardless. Exactly. Like, exactly. I feel so like food is you know, just a given. Like we gonna stop at a food truck or something. Yeah. Oh, like, and I also love like I actually went on one first date um, to a festival. We went to a barbecue festival, mm, mm-hmm. and um, it was so much fun because we walked around to the different food trucks, walked around to the different art vendors, and got to just kind of see what they were selling, and then we split. Mm-hmm. like a whole thing of ribs it was so fun so so mm-hmm. much fun that did not work out because he was just a little bit much um mm-hmm. but the date overall his suggestion of going there was really cool and i enjoyed it and so yeah. i would even do that like now we can't really go to festivals like that but you know beforehand even like if someone Before, was like oh this, I, this concert is really cool normal i really like this artist like if you know someone likes the same artist that you like i went on a date one time to a concert and that was really fun too yeah, I went on a couple dates to a concert, yeah. and I went on one to an artist that I did not listen to mm-hmm. at all. Like, never heard any of their songs before mm-hmm. that day. And it was really cool. I mean, I, I, liked, I liked some of the songs. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, let me shazam like this, add learned, this to a playlist. But, yeah, but I yeah. feel like you learned so much about someone's, like, character or just about, like, their likes and, like, wants and needs when they take you somewhere that... um is a little bit more creative than just going to dinner and having like, oh, let's go yeah. to this taco truck. Like, okay, we both like tacos. Cool. But right. like, if we go rock climbing, are you afraid of heights? Do you not like, do you, are you, do you get frustrated easily when you can't like make the the right hold or, you know, do you know how to right. belay or not? Like just things like that, like that could come up. I don't know. I just kind of like those type of interactions a little bit more than just sitting down. Agreed. Agreed. What are some questions that you ask on a first date? Oh, I asked a lot of questions on a first date. Um, and I like to ask follow-up questions just because I want to make sure that I'm understanding you correctly. So sometimes I'll repeat what you you say, you know, like, let me get this mm-hmm. straight. Um, active listening. Yes, active listening. Exactly. But because I have terrible memory. So I think I've said that 10,000 times before. So I have to repeat things back just to make sure that, like, I'm actually understanding what you're saying. And so I remember. But a few things that I definitely like to ask are just like, what are you passionate about? What are you doing in your free time? What do you want to learn? Like, what are some new projects that you're working on? Do you like your job? What do you, where do you see yourself as far as like within your role? Do you see it expanding? Do you want more for, you You know, like things like that when it comes to professionalism? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll even also ask about like your family just to see like, do you have siblings? How many are, what about your family, like your parents, grandparents? Do you have a small family, a big family? Because, I have a small family, so I love when I get to hear about people's, like, big families when they talk about their Christmas traditions and their, you know, Thanksgiving and this cousin comes over from here and all these different things. I love hearing stories like that. Not all my four states have, like, family, have big families, but it's really interesting to hear, like, people's dynamics within their families. Um, Yeah. What else do I like to ask on a first date? So many things. Um, oh, I like to ask if they like animals and what kind of animals, dog or cat, because mm-hmm. I'm a dog girl and I need to know if you're going to love my dog or not, because that is a big deal for me. Um, <laughs> and I think those are pretty much like just some of the basics. Other than that, it's kind of just, you know, if we're at like if we're at a restaurant, like figuring out what 
they like to eat like are you somebody who likes bland food because I like a little bit more like hot foods you know so I like to know those kind of things if this does something if this grows into something more you're gonna have to come on the hot side my friend because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be eating bland food for the rest of my life but no I'm just absolutely kidding absolutely not but those just some things I like to ask okay mm-hmm. okay what about you um do you fix things ah okay do you clean around the bottom of your toilet bitch you do not ask that question yes i do oh my god (laughs) what is something your mother always said to you growing up oh that's a good question what kind of things did you used to get in trouble for as a kid that's a good question (laughs) that's a do you put hot sauce tartar sauce or mustard on your fish or all of the above? Mm. That's an important question. Grits, salt, or sugar? Hmm. You really be trying to hmm. know. Okay. I need I need to know. I need Those to are the know. weeds I have questions. of dating questions right there. I need to know. I'm coming for it. Okay? okay. Because if you say that you don't put any of those on your fish or maybe like you're allergic to fish, this is probably not going to work out. If you don't oh, understand God. the concept of mustard being on fish, especially fry, I don't really know what we can talk about at this point in time. Um, you know, if you don't clean around the bottom of your toilet, that means you're a nasty nigga. You're a nasty, nasty nigga. And I'm never coming to your house. I've decided mm. that on the first date because I asked. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, where do you season your chicken? Ah, uh, good question. Okay. Can you cook? How often do you cook? We would not be dating. I'll tell you that right now. I need to know. If I was a man, I would be looking at you and I'd be like, girl. Because a lot of these questions, I'm just like, I'm answering them in my head. And I'm like, ooh, I don't think we would be compatible. (laughs) Mm -mm, We wouldn't. We would not. (laughs) There's some things we definitely connect on. But there's a lot of other things that I'm just like, nah, bro, that's not my my thing. I need to know, like. I need to know. Those are good questions, questions. though, I guess, because you think to yourself, right? When you are dating someone, some of the big things you'll kind of figure out over time. But you kind of want to know, like, are we compatible on a basic level? Instead of just up or down. Yeah. Like, are you you a roller or are you a folder? You know, like, what's what these are things that you would like to know? Yeah. Right. I need to know. Mm hmm. I'm not, I don't care what your favorite color is. I'll figure that shit out eventually. Never asking someone what their favorite color is. People be asking. I'll just figure it out when I see that you have a lot of blues, and I'll be like, "Oh, you must like." I do ask that. Don't get me wrong. Eventually, I'll be like, "You wear black all the time. Is that your favorite color?" You know what I do ask? Yeah. One question that I definitely ask is for the person's birthday, because I am. I need to know because if you are astrological signs, you know. Oh, you love you love astrology. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Blah. I'm someone who loves I astrology. You were going a different direction with this. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I like okay. asking someone when their birthday is because I love astrology. So I love like when I get home. If it's a really good date, I sometimes, aka all the time, <laughs> like to see if we're compatible. So if you are a Scorpio and I'm a Gemini, what works and what doesn't? I am such that girl. I want to know. Like, okay, so he's an air sign. I'm a fire sign, or he's a this, and I'm a that. Like, I and I will that literally type funny. in Gemini woman, Aries man. Like, I need to know: Are we compatible? 
on I'm that kind lie, of level. I do that and I look up like characteristic traits because yeah. usually they're accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'll ask somebody when's their, when there's when their birthday is because I need to know because if you are a Taurus, huh? stay far, far away. Stay away from me. Don't ever speak to me again, actually. I just can't. For some reason, I attract them, and I can't afford any more Taurus energy you in know, my life. No more. I've never. I love y'all. Dated a Taurus, but it is enough. I never. Yeah, my sister's enough a Taurus, is enough. But head sometimes. I love you, girl. But whoo, she be getting on my nerves sometimes, girl. But they're so hard headed. I always date guys who are either birthdays are at the beginning of the year or pretty much near the end of the year. It's really? never in the middle. I don't know why. Hmm. I don't know why. That's interesting. It's very interesting. I don't, I mean, and I'm always like, man, it would be so cool to date someone who's an Aries, not an Aries, um, a Gemini too. So I can be like, okay, mm. like, are we going to butt heads? Are we going to be like different? But you know, that's never happened. So <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, well. Yeah. Mm. Eventually life. one day, maybe. Yeah. I ask, I ask all types of, uh, yeah. random questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also I like, like to ask if someone likes What's to travel. That? Because I like oh, to travel. Yeah. So, I like, to I want to know traveling. that we can Where travel together. Yeah. Or, and I also like to know, like, especially if they're, like, a new traveler. Like, maybe they just started traveling. It's, like, mm-hmm. what are some bucket, like, places that you want to add to your bucket list? Like, what are yeah, some. Yeah, I love asking those. Yeah. I like to know well. those things. Like, are you, like, a warm person? I also, this is one of my questions I like to ask, too. Like, beach or mountains? Um, mm-hmm. Because for me it's like i know i love the mountains but i really love the beach so i like to know like if we were to be together like what kind of what vacations would we be taking you know what's where's your mind at when it comes to that so yeah but those are my questions that i like to ask um on a first date that's good Mm -hmm. um yeah i like to have a lot i prefer personally to have um i don't want to say a lot but a good amount of polarizing conversation Mm mm-hmm um, because I like to nip it in the bud quick. I need to know what's up. Yeah. So I don't want to waste a whole bunch of time to find out that your political views are like absurd. Oh my god. Or that you, because there are also black people out here who are like, yeah, y'all doing all this protesting, but ain't nobody fighting for this little young black boy who got killed by black people. And it's like because black people don't kill black people because they black. Like I don't understand why yeah, you don't why get we that conversation. conversation. You know. So if I brought that up, if I bring that up on a first date, then I know immediately you somebody I can't deal with. And I'm not gonna waste my time because i have things to do mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah so i'm not gonna continue to waste time on somebody who has a view that i feel like i'm not especially gonna like we're never gonna be on the same page yeah and especially during this climate i mean i was talking to one of my friends yesterday like the other day um and he made a very good statement how like a lot of these questions you know when it comes to racial injustice and just different things that are like just in just social change and things like that you really don't have those conversations until it's right in your face right because it's kind of like out of sight out of mind so i think it's important to like bring those conversations to the forefront and kind of just communicate like let's have some open dialogue the one thing that i like the one rule i tell myself when it comes to first dates and i don't have a lot this is pretty much it but i i don't like to ask like yes or no questions because it leaves mm, no room mm-hmm. for like open dialogue. Because if I just ask you like, unless so do that you person really is love? a good conversation, yes, unless that person is a good conversation, unless exactly. But if they're not, like you can kind of tell, and then it's like, okay, well, I don't need to ask you yes or no questions. So I just try not to ask mm-hmm. things that like 
would just generate no kind of dialogue between the two. Right. So. Yeah, but I do ask the questions that you ask as well. I am, like, one of my favorite questions to ask is, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy it? What are you passionate about? What is something that you want to do in the future? And what steps are you taking to get there? I ask questions like yeah. that. Um, Let's talk about this real I quick. into the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, B. Simone's been in the um news a lot. I don't know if you really have been seeing anything about her but oh i didn't know you wanted to talk about t girl yeah well this is the only thing because then we can wrap this shit up but (laughs) okay okay um she's been in the news about like the statement about how she wants to marry someone who has an entrepreneurial mindset and not someone who just works a nine to five because then they can't they don't relate to her or something of the sort that can be taken out of context which it really it clearly was because there was just so many people who were kind of like you know girl like you got your first million by us supporting you like how are you gonna sit here and say things like that and you know x y and z so what are your thoughts about that statement i feel that the way she said it was she could have worded it a lot better Mm -hmm. i understand where she was getting at because Remember, we talked about it before, and I said the same kind of thing. Not necessarily in a sense of, like, if you work a nine-to-five, then we can't be together. It's more so of a, if you are comfortable with going to your job and clocking in and clocking out, and you're not passionate about it, and you're not doing anything that you're passionate about after that Mm nine-to-five, we can't really be here because there are people not saying that like everybody has an in-between job right yeah but if you're not working towards your passion or doing something that you actually want to do or getting there then we really can't um but i never never turned down a good nine to five baby because those those people usually have benefits okay. you know what i'm saying <laughs> for all fives can be making six seven eight figures sure baby can. they clock they clock in then they clock out mm-hmm. um I'm more so concerned about are you doing something that you're passionate about? Not necessarily, oh, you got to do this because you have to understand my lifestyle. But I am, me being the entrepreneurial person I am, I do look for that quality in a person. I don't necessarily... Like, if a nigga says self-employed on his dating profile, I'm going to be honest, I swipe left because you ain't got no job. Um, (laughs) But... (laughs) Like, if he says that, you ain't got no job. Like, I don't I don't know about that, no. But um, if it just depends, you know, like okay. on the kind of nine to five you have. If you say you have a clothing brand and you sell T-shirts, like, I'm probably not going to be really interested in, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> us continuing. But if, it, if you have, say, I don't know, you work for Comcast in the call center or something as you're nine to five. But then when you get off, you have this whole other thing that you do that yeah. you actually enjoy and like, I'm not turning it down. No, absolutely not. Okay. Maybe that's where she was at. I don't know. I'm not her. So I can't I really think speak, so. but yeah. I feel like that's where she was trying to get it. I think from her. Yeah. From what I understand, it was like, she was just saying the whole like mindset, which I understand that because I do understand the fact of, wanting to marry wanting to be with someone who is on the level that you are so if you're someone who is owning a bunch of things and your your mindset is just you know retaining and assets and things like that you want to meet someone who understands that and can like mm-hmm. assist you with that as well because they're also in that same kind of like avenue with their life and their career right but where mm-hmm. it lost me was the fact that she was just like basically someone with a nine to five really can't do nothing for me because i'm busy and it's just like 
um, I have a nine to five and I'm busy as hell. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? You know? So I feel like I agree with you in the sense of what she was, the way that she phrased it may not have been what she meant, but she said what she said. Right. And that's where it like people don't care about what you mean in this day and world, especially when you're someone who literally was lifted from the people that lifted you up. Right. So like you sold your right. books and you literally had people buying your your makeup and all these different things. You actually work for Nick Cannon. So it's not like you're out here like, OK, yes, you have your book and no shade to her at all. Like she's doing great things like love the woman she's doing great things but i that think book, that let's talk about that book though i haven't even read that it shit, or she printed it. off from pinterest i haven't read it i heard that she took some I, things from there so but i, I think multiple people post. contribute to a book to that book so like she i think she and she even it said was like hers, she was the only one but that she had of, she had like designers helping mm-hmm. but still before the thing was okay so when i first saw the book right initially before i saw like anybody saying anything bad about it okay before i saw anybody saying anything bad about it i saw the picture or pictures of the book and i was like this shit looked like she printed it at home and got it bound at office depot or something like did you really sell this to people it looks like a a magazine right and um so I was actually then I went further and then I saw the backlash of people being like I mean when I saw it I was like she printed this off of Pinterest like this looks like a Pinterest thing it literally looks like things that she found on Pinterest or maybe like Instagram or something and pieced them together into a book or what she called the book and then printed it out but the thing about it is she was putting out these videos beforehand talking about if I put my name on it it's gonna be real and da 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 so she gave herself this like obscene amount of credibility and then you put something out even before the book came out she was like i'm not gonna put my name on anything that's not this and that i triple check it double check it so even if other people had hands in it baby your name was on the book very true the checks were being signed to you very true and you said that you checked it so even if they went in and changed a whole bunch of stuff it should have never gone to sale or production and even if it did you should have said something way before it even got to people that it wasn't something that's representative of your brand yeah but instead you waited till people had something to say about it and then was like i'm sorry guys like girl no and then right before that she was bashing everybody and like y'all or whoever it was was saying like y'all so quick to cancel these people who got social media then who y'all gonna follow nigga somebody else right. or not like, nobody not like, the like what do you mean all like what the hell y'all did not create social media exactly. social media created you all okay. so like let's make that clear one thing i do will say too is like the book manifesting like her book about manifestation in my mind i thought everything you're going to put in there is from things that you've seen because you clearly like didn't create any of these quotes like you're not like when you, when you uh, put like it's not PhD like PhD of some yeah, sort. Yeah, like I just yeah, didn't like, understand how like she didn't catch what you say any of that. that. Like, how do you not yeah. catch that these quotes are from Pinterest? I could literally go on Pinterest tomorrow and find something and be like, oh, I'm gonna tweet this, and that's I can't claim it as mine because if you tweet it, if you see it, you're gonna see that it's from Pinterest or like see right. You can find the same thing in seventeen different designs on Pinterest or whatever the case may be, Google, however. So I was very confused about that too. Right. So I feel like she just put yeah. her foot in her mouth and she's just digging a more of a hole from her. But I think a lot of these like vine gone famous Instagrammers, you know, social media people, uh-huh. I feel like a lot of them, even like Desi Banks was talking about uh-huh. some crazy stuff and saying how about like, I the don't whole, know what he said, but I know he said something he said something crazy about the looting and the rioting and things like that, you know, and uh. it was just very insensitive at the time. And it was literally right when everything was going down. But it's just like. Mm-hmm. 
you guys are using your platform and you're making money off of the people that literally have brought you to where you are today. So don't you think that you should be a little bit more like cautious or cognizant about what you're speaking about and how you're like coming off to people? Because you're right. Cancel culture is real and it's really like on the forefront. People do not give a fuck who they cancel nowadays. They're like, oh, Oh, you're out. You're out. You're out. And you know why? It's because they're protecting their energy. They're protecting their peace. Like they don't have time to be have to follow people that literally are not on the same level, like down the level, but on the same kind of like wavelength as them. You know, even like just hilarious mm-hmm. and all of them. It's just, I don't know. You kind of see them and like in the beginning they're funny and then they say something. And it's just like it turns you all the way off, and you can't even right. like support. Right. So, I mean, B Simone. At a, at the end of the day, I think that it was just really kind of telling of her character. And even if she's looking for someone who has an entrepreneurial mindset, which is fine, you should want to date someone who's on your level, who can literally like understand where you're coming from and be empathetic, empathetic to what you're doing in like in your life. Right. But I also don't feel like you can sit there and push down someone for work in a nine to five when you don't even you can't you can't say that you don't relate because you probably worked in a nine to five before. Maybe the nine to five that she was working wasn't so great. And that's why she's mm-hmm. so like against dating someone that works a nine to five. But I'm like, come on, girl. Be clear in what you're saying. Yeah. But that's all I got. You got anything else? Yeah, that's actually all I have as well. Okay, great. I know. Um, you ready for this do of the week or this feature of the week? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. the week this is something that one of my friends actually got me into and um shout out to Lo, and i'm uh working on it you know Mm -hmm. trying to get better and more consistent at it but it's doing uh affirmations in the the morning yes so she said you know wake up in the morning look yourself in the mirror and give yourself three affirmations and say it until you believe it Mm -hmm. and then you walk out the door and then you do it again the next day and the next day and the next day and every day after that and so that is something that I'm working on incorporating into my daily routine and I feel like it's something that we should all be working on we should okay I always tell my friends whenever you're not feeling yourself whenever you're feeling down just remember you're the batter bitch every time okay every every single time. time so be that don't let these people out here don't let anyone tell you differently okay you are it and you will Every always time. be it. Yes. Thank yes. you, Lo. I don't know who you are, it. but we appreciate that. <laughs> we appreciate you, sis. If you <laughs> <laughs> continue to follow us on our journey on Instagram and Twitter at becomingshe underscore. Um, and if you have any questions, sponsorship opportunities, just want to talk and say what's up, email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. We appreciate everything you guys do. I don't even know why I'm saying that. Say something to close this Thank out, Thank you Kayla. so much for the never-ending support. You guys are amazing. And we will continue to bring you great content so that this podcast can flourish and bless your lives as much as it has blessed ours. Amen. Bye. We love y'all. We out. Bye. Bye.